for those of you that don't know, um, it's had a hog hunt going on this weekend. We got uh, a group of young pups here. So if uh, we want to go around, at least kind of introduce who's who. Uh, so you guys, you guys know me, Rob. Yeah, I'm Garen. I'm Clayton. Isaac. Alex. Rylan. And a uh, handful of these guys, a bunch of you probably know, um, just from being online and whatnot. But we've been, uh, well, today was day one for the hunt. Showed up last night. Is it a hunt? Kind of. The Russian was a hunt. The Russian, the Russian was a hunt. Absolutely. So yeah. we uh, weren't 100% sure what we were walking into, but... Got a lot of testing done, and uh, overall, I think it, it, it went pretty well. Yeah. yeah, when so I planned the hunt, and I really thought that based on the photos online, it would be like what we shot in Texas, Rob. Yeah, but that's not the case. We're shooting Wilbur, <laughs> the pink pig. Hey, some hey, are black but, and white, but some are pink. they are fatties. Some are pink, some are black. <laughs> like, compared to the pigs that we saw in Texas, these things are three times the pigs. These things are tanks. And I will say, regardless of the color, it is very good for arrow testing. So well, yeah. that's I would, all I would that matters. I would take a 300-pound pig for testing to over me, a 120, 130 What's the lightest pig? pig we just shot? We shot seven here on two fifty. Seven on day one. Yeah, seven picks today. Two fifty pounds is the my my one. Russian, which I asked to be around three hundred. So they, they must have picked the small one out of the out of the batch. Yeah, felt bad because you but stuck a three oh seven earlier in the day. Yeah, that was that was a tank. Yeah, she was massive. But my, my longbow did not like her. All I have to say is we have good video footage. But it does not matter, regardless of the color. I don't want to hear crap about it. It's funny. I'm gonna get crap for it because last well, pig hunt like, was the was the rock skipping. Now <laughs> the fact that I set up how many guys, six guys to shoot Wilbur. I get. I, I'm gonna be made fun of. But the arrow testing is prime. We are yeah. getting the shots we want. We are yeah. breaking shoulders, and we're gonna talk about how good these. Heads well, are and like. The comment that I made to you right before you shot your first pick this morning. We're just walking <laughs> up, sat there. walking <laughs> up to the meat counter and going, I want some pork. And they're going, okay, yeah, the, the freshest stuff is out back. Right. <laughs> and I just so, stuck it. Do we uh, just kind of want to start beginning of the morning? Just kind of yeah. walk through, you know, what your thoughts were with uh, each of your own bigs and well, we started the morning with Clayton's truck barely getting up the hill. We had to walk. <laughs> there, there's We're like, some We're taking truck here. up the hill. We ended up just walking anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted Clayton's truck to go up that hill so bad. Oh, man. And that thing was huffing and puffing. Oh, she's strong. Yeah, the, the <laughs> little Yoda that could. Yep. You know, the Yoda wannabe, I guess. Dude, it's the Tacoma yeah, it's tactic. The Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trade that for the world. So I just liked how we had no plan. 
fireworks. Fireworks. Oh, fireworks. I thought yeah. really <laughs> celebrating just like that. I thought it was a gunshot at first. I just, oh my gosh. Oh, I, don't I, know if like, we, I don't think we want to cover that story from the ranch owner. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll save that for a different <laughs> night. I, I just like that we had no plan. We just walked. We're like, I guess we'll go left. Like when we got to the top yeah, of that hill. Yeah. And all of a sudden we look and like out, not even 10 yards off the edge of that trail was. So we'd the, walk for maybe five minutes. Yeah. Like, and then there's a pink Wilbur having his chubby cheeks sitting in the mud. His front arms extended, he's sitting like a dog waiting for a treat with his mouth half open, huffing and puffing because he's too hot. Because yeah. newsflash, it's been like 96 the whole hunt. Yeah. He's just it like, hot, he's like, oh my God, I want to die. And I just made it happen. We just gave it to him. Oh, yeah. Sweet release. Oh, man. That's how mine went. He was just sitting there, and you guys can watch the video. I. And when I was talking about this to you guys, yeah. I thought that, so where I hit, I hit like two inches higher than what I thought, where I thought I wanted to hit. And then when it ran away, I figured out, oh, where I wanted to hit was actually still like two inches high from where I should have been. And being he was a little bit downhill yeah. is, he was a little I downhill guess, and he was I just misjudged everything about it. So it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I screwed that up, but... Your follow-ups were really my, Yeah, the follow-up shot. The second shot nice. busted something, and then the third shot just scooped through, yeah. and the lungs were toasted. Yeah. And then he, and then he dropped really quick. Oh. So, I mean, that, was, that was beautiful watching was those, those last two shots. Yeah. Just, like, just perfect, just Yours. drop in and just zip. I know. Like, the, the Bob definitely was whispering to me special uh, things. The Bob was eating. Yeah. It was eating again. It so has been since 94. <laughs> We're going to keep it going. Is that bow older than you? Yeah. It's <laughs> 24 years old. Oh, God. Do the math on that. 24-year-old bow. It just loves it. Whose was next? Gary. I was next. <clears throat> yeah, you were. The, the, yeah. the new Evoke 35 in the Kuyu. Got that bow this year. A good upgrade. Um, yeah, we, we found that. We were walking in the woods at that point because it was too hot to be in the yeah, sun. Yeah, we were trying to stay in the shade. Yeah. So was he. So was the well, baby we found him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, were all, they were all down the in the you know yeah. thicker shade, you know, thicker brush. You know, trying out that the samurai um, came, the, the pig was walking like right at us. And I was like, if he starts quartering, I'll take that. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm confident with my arrow set up. If he wants to turn quartering too, I'll take that shot. And one little whisper from Isaac, just don't hit it in the head. Nope. So you hit his ear. Got Just, just <laughs> sliced his ear, but scooped it perfect right where I wanted it to go. Between the shoulder and the neck, slipped right through there, and then kind of did a little little roundabout just right next to us, just kind of ran by, and then I pulled my double XL out, put a two inch cut right through him. That thing left just like broke off, offside oh, leg. Oh yeah, goodness, I mean yeah. you crushed the the outside leg. Full pass through. Yeah, that one went Full through. Like, it, it, it ran, through it ran off, bone. and it was just dragging its its one leg trying to go up this hill failing <laughs> failing yeah. miserably like, it's wild 
before we go on to the next one, I'm thinking we should probably just go through for the viewers that are curious what our arrow builds are. Yeah, we, we can. I think we should just because. Just say it. Just go say, ahead. Just say it when when you are giving your the talk about your hunt. Yeah, yeah. I should go over. Yeah. Well, so yeah, mine, Isaac, if you want to go over what you were shooting. Mine is. I'm using a 680. I, I did have 650, but I wanted just a little bit more weight, and that's just because of my comfort and just I'm used to a little bit heavier. So I decided. You're finding your trajectory. Just, just like. fine tuning that yeah. stuff. So I had a little bit more brass, took one of the 20s out, put a 50 in. So now it's it's the total slug is 370. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's like 26% FOC. The total air weight's about 680. And that's going, that's cooking about 160 out of my 65 pound bobbly. It's about 60 pounds at my draw length. So, that, I mean, that's, and I still got one more pig to shoot, so we, got, we can see a little more performance yeah, on that. Yeah, but it wow. got two pass throughs. The first one hit spine, or not spine, well, it was scapula, backbone, scapula, because it was sticking out the offside. So, yep, it, it went through quite out. a bit of bone. Yep. So, I'm not upset with how far no, it was I mean, it poked out. out the other side. There was a yeah. hole on the other side and yeah. it went through three bones. I'm not I'm not angry at all. Yeah. In fact, I'm like, heck it, yeah, it, that's, it that's good performance. And, I mean, and then came I passed good. through leg, that shoulder area, and then I absolutely zipped through when I hit nothing. Yeah. So just for reference, that arrow weight out of that bow at that speed, you guys could do the math, did really well. Garen, what was yours? You were next. Yeah, I had my Evoke 35. Set at 65 pounds maxed out, and I'm a 30-inch draw. And I got the the Grizzly Stick TDTs just set up this spring when I got the new bow. Uh, I stuck 50 grains of brass in the back of it. That brought it, using a full-length shaft, got her to, it's around 680 grains, similar to what your recurve build was. But that's what I was running when I had my old bow with the, the old Grizzly Stick UFOCs. So I knew that trajectory. I bumped up five more pounds and draw weight figured let's just run the same build basically with their new system and put the 200 samurai on front for the first shot and then the 200 double xl just to open her up and oh yeah it did both full it did both (laughs) the quartering two shot zipped right through full pass through and that second one with the double xl that one got right through bone I'll clean out the other side, both full passers. That's what I was Another for. high 200s for pounds of weight, too. Yeah, I think it was 260 cool. something, 270 something. Yeah. 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 Mine was 276. Yeah. And yours was around that. I mean, they're yeah. all high 200s. Yeah, because they're all the over first, The first four pigs, he said were between 260 and 280. Yeah. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, don't so know, that means I don't know whose was your listeners can just assume it's all these pigs are. 250 to 300. Yeah. I mean, yes. That's just what they are. Yeah. Who's next? Clay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about yours. She. Tell us your setup first. Okay. I shoot a 2015 Hoyt Nitrum Turbo, a 600 grain arrow, the 125 Redline Maasai. Um, four flush. I gave you crap for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't even know your arrow speed. 
We never chronoed it. No. Did we? Uh, no, we did not. Momentum Blacks, 3.30s. Um, she was sleeping when we saw her, and we had to walk up on her and wake her up, basically, <laughs> and move her. And uh, we kind of just followed her around and and pushed her along until we got until I thought I could get a decent shot on her. And uh, yards. how many? Fifteen yards. Fifteen yard shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, got broadside at fifteen yards. And I put it just just above her leg, and she ran. It hit her. She barked and ran towards me, and there there was a down tree yep. in between you two. <laughs> yep, and she nosedived into that down tree. That and, video is amazing. And she looks like she shattered her spine. Oh, when, when she, she hits, hits it, that she tree, just curls right she up. Folds she folds up like a freaking glove. It looks like a cat, like, it's like when it's arching its, its back. Yeah. Looks like a cat arching so, its back. We're yeah. thinking that you hit heart. Yeah, um, your arrow was just barely still in it. I mean, the fletchings were hanging on. Yeah, that's a four fletch. That's all I'm um, saying. Yeah, I'm kidding. I like four fletch. From the time you shot to when it when it later was on the ground was seven seconds, and it was motionless in twenty seconds. Yeah, so that was probably the fastest kill of the day. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was by far by the far, fastest by kill far. of the day. Yeah. With what head? Redline Messiah. Oh, oh, twenty-five. Oh yeah, it has the AOS four. And it was the quickest kill of the day. But interesting. Yeah. Factory sharpness, right? Factory sharp. I didn't touch yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Factory sharp. That yeah. Good. Just good had deal. to do it to her. That was a good, good shot. One. So so what happened when uh, she ran into the tree? That tree, she like uprooted it, whatever roots was left in the ground. And the top end of the tree, I was standing right under, and it fell off whatever it was pinned on, and it came down right on my head. <laughs> a bunch of limbs and trees and all kinds of stuff. So you knew what that pig on. felt like when she hit that yep. line? She was getting her last payback. Just, just paying you back for it, huh? Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. I was, you know, I was like standing like 25, 30 yards away. <laughs> you saw the Like broadside to the entire thing, just watching it go down, and all of a sudden... She's just hoofing, and I see her hit the tree, and all of a sudden, you're just, like, in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? You just yell. You can hear in the video. You're like, like, what Whoa! the heck? <laughs> Rob was recording. He's like, oh, I wish I still was, because that would be the best well, footage I, of the I, whole I day. I was trying to record wrong. from the side to get the walk up, mm -hmm. and, yeah, like, and then she was tucked into the trees there, and so you guys are trying to push her out, and... I'm like turning the camera off because I'm like, okay, well, you know, we're messing around and like trying to get stuff into position, and I didn't turn it back on. And if I had, then I would have gotten that on film. Yeah, but that's unfortunately, <laughs> I did not. Great story though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to put that video somewhere they can easily watch that. That's yeah, funny. yeah. I I'm sure that a bunch of stuff from the trip will be getting. You know, bits and pieces thrown out. Yeah. Absolutely. So, who was uh, your fourth? Was that me? Was that you? All right. Yeah, so, it's probably going to wonder why they invited me to this trip or why they're my friends. 
but that's all right. Everybody starts somewhere and learns. Anyway, my arrow setup, I shoot a Black Eagle Carnivore, uh, fronted by none other than the Rage Chisel Tap, three blade. <laughs> and we got a 40 grain brass. 40 grain blast sensor. Yeah. So I'm, what, 440 total arrow weight? Right around there, I guess. So I'm shooting a heavier setup than what I had before, but I don't know. I'm mainly a whitetail hunter, and I've had good success with that. And so I was kind of curious as to, I've never actually seen high momentum builds in performance. And so that was super fun for me today. And I did have success with what I was shooting. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get into that later. But watching these kills unfold, I mean, Isaac didn't get a full pass through. I was like, how heavy your arrow is? Oh man, this could be this could be interesting getting to me, but on the first shot, on the first yeah, the, the first, first shot, first shot, shot two scoops, like, first shot, like hit three bones and poked out the side, yeah, from a reader, yeah, but, but yeah, I got the most worried when I saw Clayton shoot. I mean, even though it was only hanging on by the flushings, he's two hundred grains heavier than I am, yeah, and we're shooting very similar speeds because I shoot in a, a dart in 3800, and so we end about pretty similar speeds. I have a few inches of draw length on him, so I'm a few like ten feet per second faster, but I was. Yeah. I was starting to get a little nervous. And so well, and that's one thing to point out is like, I mean, these are essentially farm pigs. Correct. I mean, Isaac was calling them Wilbur. They're for good reason. For good they're reason. Pink. They're pink. And yeah, they're they're pink. A pig's a pig. Pigs. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, when they're getting up towards three hundred pounds, I mean, how wide were these pigs? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, a actual number, like. Ballpark. Maybe for the tomorrow ones that we were shooting, we'll have to actually measure. Like yeah, I'd say like twenty to twenty-four yeah, at least two thirds. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, they were wide yeah. pigs. And so, so like, how wide is a white tail? Yeah. Well, on average, on average, 14 like fourteen to sixteen, right? Yeah. So, like, on ninety percent of the shots that we didn't have passed through today, they like on any good sized white tail or mule deer. Oh yeah would have been out the other side yeah, because no problem there wasn't enough shaft left in you know when you get into density too yeah some could even argue even bigger game than just the whitetail immunities mm -hmm. some could argue it because i mean been through these dense. pigs even when like when we were cutting rylands up yeah i mean i was under the impression like like i was telling you guys like the hair and everything didn't seem as abrasive as the one i shot in texas yeah it's what we had done it was there. like i said like people that don't wear shoes have tough feet yeah my feet are baby feet because i've been coddled and i wear socks like these pigs are farm <laughs> pigs they're not really that abrasive skin i actually couldn't believe i bet your pig ryland had two inches of fat until we got to anything it was thick it was very, yeah. very well, thick. Well, that's one thing with Hollerby and their farm raised. And that was the smaller. Uh, they were be the smallest feral. So yeah, the smallest yeah. feral. Yeah. Farm pig. Yeah. 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 They, they call them feral. Whatever. Yeah, they're calling them that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But just, that's just my point. Just wanted like, to point it out that, things are you know, thick. like the comparison, you know, we're trying to draw comparisons and, you know, translate this. And like you were saying, you know, you're looking at it kind of getting worried. You know that, yeah. that I mean, you, you're a good shot. Yeah. You, you understand the limitations of your system, and you shoot accordingly, yeah. right? I mean, we had that right. discussion today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you're saying, we talked about it, because I was like, well, I would never take a frontal shot on a whitetail. Personally, yeah. no range of frontal shot would I ever take, because I know my equipment would not perform in a way that I think I can make that effective, and I would never 
take that shot and never never have I ever claimed that I would take that shot. Yeah. I'm waiting for quartering away or broadside and Which if, you did if I right? if I don't get that shot, I'm not gonna take it. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've always been. Yep. But then I mean Garen blew through his pig and with the double XL and broke their leg bone. But I mean, I was looking at how big that thing is, and I was, <laughs> I was really getting nervous. I was like, "Well, how big are these ribs? Like, what are we, what are right? we dealing with here?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I know I can shoot through a deer, but this is nothing like a deer. I need to get up to the thing." And I was like, "Wow, I mean, this is huge." And so we we saw my pig. It was in a pretty cool little back area with like some cliff structure. Yeah, yeah. That was when we dropped down and we got yeah. into the cliffs. Well, we stopped at 50 yards, and I was like. How far is that? Maybe about forty-five. I was like, maybe I'll do that. Like, no, we can get closer. Well, and at at this point, I don't think we'd had a shot over fifteen. Yeah, probably not. No way. No, No, not over fifteen. Not over. uh, Yours was like fifteen, right? Yeah. And the other ones were probably shorter than that. Isaac's was closer to ten. Yeah, yours was yours was ten to fifteen, fifteen, somewhere in there. Or no, second shot shot was was probably closer to sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Second. Second shot. My but first was it, that was it was the first opportunity yeah. that we had that it was it yeah. was actually roaming around roaming a little bit, and we had the opportunity to take a more normal shot. Correct. Right. Yeah. And so then we moved a little closer. Off thirty-five. Part. We got to thirty-five yards, and it was broadside and calm. And I'm I'm very comfortable at thirty-five yards at broadside shot. And so I I asked Rylan. I was curious. I mean, I don't really know the vitals on a pig. I know my white telling he's telling me to look forward. Yeah. So this one's actually black and white. So I just compared to where I was going to aim to on the white. I shot my arrow and I made a decent shot. I you clipped made a some great shot. I, I clipped. I, no, it shot. was money. I yeah. clipped. I clipped a little bit of the front shoulder bone. Maybe well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the location of but, it was great. Yeah, the the shot went where I was aiming, and I mean, I don't. I mean, we don't know. We didn't dissect. We don't know no, exactly we, what vitals. We can't, which is sad. Yeah, but yeah. We can't with they, how this Well, and that's. I mean, if we wanted to to dissect each one of these. We would have never shot seven pigs today mm-hmm. because we would have been leaving the the mountain yeah. every yeah. hour. Yeah, not even. And I mean, at we that point, then the whole pig and take the whole yeah. process. And I mean, we couldn't gut so, it. I mean, that location. It's, they they right. were. It's nice enough that they have uh, the setup to do that for you. Correct. And then you can continue hunting yeah. and not burn your entire day. You know, I can't imagine how much work we would have been doing for. It was how hot it was. Yeah. You, we weren't letting stuff sit. No, like I mean, ninety degree weather. Well, what were you saying? We couldn't because <clears throat> we couldn't dissect it. Yeah, because we, 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 we couldn't we couldn't dissect it. So I don't know exactly what I encountered or how far it penetrated. Well, we guessed the first arrow was around ten. Around, around ten inches, it probably hit some long, but yeah, the pig was still going. So. We got up close. We got closer. What 25. 25 yards, and I was slightly quartering away. So I put my pin right, right to hit the other opposite shoulder because I knew it hit hard. And sure enough, I hit hard, and I mean it was down yeah. pretty much as soon as the arrow. That thing I mean, started. It was, it it was bloody murder. It, it started screaming. I mean, it. I have the rage chisel tips with a one and a half inch cut three blade. So I mean, there was it was cuts dumping, all over, burying the opposite shoulder, and I mean, it spraying blood. So. Yeah. Yeah, she you was coughing and spraying and gone, so that's well placed. I mean, like I said, my arrow setup works, and I mean, knowing the limitations of your setup and setting up accordingly is, I think, what, what's important with any archer that's trying to come lethal and yeah. decide what they're going to kill. I mean, would I use a rage for an elk? No, because I'd, I'd be nervous of what I'm going to encounter. I mean, if I did this again, I'd be considering something heavier just because I know that I would like to try something different. I mean, I've seen 
all these different setups work and it was fun to watch that and knowing that we get the opportunity to try that yeah. would make me come back with something different. Just well, and this see. is a very safe test yeah. environment. Oh, oh. Just like, that's you can take whatever doing. shot yeah. you want. Yeah, exactly. We can set up People. the shots we want. Yeah, I mean, that's we had the, the, the opportunity to essentially pick our shots. Mm -hmm. Like, there was no concern over, okay, if I don't take you know, this opportunity, it's gone. Yeah. Like, no. That's what I want. It's, I don't want people to think that we're thinking that we're hunting like no, someone does anything. This, was, this is strictly, this, was testing. this is arrow testing. And this facility that we are at, again, regardless of the color of the pigs, they're thick. They have big bones. I mean, holy cow, and we're cutting just a foot off of the one. It was like hanging out of the barrel of baseball bat. Yeah. The thing is huge. Yeah. But it is a fantastic opportunity to test. Oh, and yeah. And to, to fill the freezers. Shoot, and fill the freezers. <laughs> but to shoot something that is that thick, what is the average dough that someone even shoots? It's yeah. like 120-pound well, dough or someone yeah, is pooping huge. about it. That's They're huge. like, yeah. holy crap, you drilled yeah. a big nanny. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we, we live in upper Midwest, and, uh, you know, to have deer that are 250 pounds – isn't unheard of yeah but even that they're not gonna deer. have that's no. a bigger body it's animal surface area yeah right like it's, it's not, not that thick compared yeah. to this i mean if if you're set up blowing through these pigs lengthwise rob when we'll get to it <laughs> well and freaking garen and Gar Ryan, yeah, yeah. Like all of yours guys, yeah like if you're doing that that's what this is for you are solidifying that anything that you want to hunt with your build is toast yeah yeah like i'm just saying any deer anywhere is absolutely going to get throttled yeah by any of you three sitting here that have those you know high 600 to i mean mega heavy i'll let i won't spoil it for what rob used for when he talks but any of those setups from your guys's bow is just like freaking bananas mm -hmm. yeah that's why that's why we're doing this and this the Test some heads. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like you're saying, an arrow, an arrow, of, like their threes weight would just straight line through whatever, wherever. I mean, that that's yeah. just a simple matter of fact. I mean, when you're going through pig shoulders all the way through and sticking in the ground on the other side, or more than one of their leg bones. I mean, that was crazy for me to see yeah. something that I don't see every year because, like I was telling them, I mean, I never. Well, it's it. stuff that you see on Facebook all the time that, like, someone will make a comment that, oh yeah, like I broke through this bone yeah. and exited, and you'll have ten people jump on and go, oh BS, yeah, like no, you, you, that that doesn't happen. Like uh -huh. your arrow would have broke, your broadhead would have broke, you never would have made it. You can't shoot bone with yeah, a broadhead. Grizzly bear, that guy shot that. Would yeah, get like 12, 14 feet of penetration. On. Yeah. Oh feet, yeah. Not in. Yeah. Feet. No. It's, um, yeah. it's a seventeen inch. That, that was seven, a seventeen new, foot new bear. Cole Kramer. Kramer. Uh, he guided it. I don't yeah, forget yeah. the guy's name. Yep. I should know. I don't know though. But, but that world record, like Rice said, they shot that frontal and it was sticking out the butt. Yeah. I mean, talk about a crazy amount of penny there. You're right. cranking with that. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, just seeing all the cool arrow setups and how everything performed, I mean, like I was telling a lot of guys here, I mean, I come from a very standard, you know, family that you hear of on uh, Facebook or just in person that never experienced anything else, you know. You go get your, you know, you can even get nicer arrows. You get your Black Eagle arrows or your 
um, higher brand arrows and you just glue on the factory insert and then you go pick a broadhead that you think looks cool or one that you think is going to do the job off the shelf and that's what you hunt with and yeah. they're all 100 grains maybe 125 grain broadhead and that's just what it's always been in my family and so i've never seen or been around or experienced the you, you've slowly been getting i've slowly like slowly mutated by these people like, understanding it yeah <laughs> i mean because i spent yeah i spent plenty of time around it and i mean you get to see what it can do and what the potential yeah. is and what the potential for your specific setup is so it's interesting but i mean it all comes down to what you can afford where to put your money yeah. and like what you're looking to well, do and that's what like, your limitations are as an archer as a person yeah. as a hunter yeah and that's like we had an episode, like you know, I think it was like episode two or three, balling on a balling budget. on a budget. That we went, we broke it down and went, hey, you know, like if you're buying a, a good Easton shaft, or if you're buying a, a top of the line Victory or whatever, and you're spending, you know, one fifty to one sixty for a dozen of air, dozen arrows, say two hundred bucks with broadheads, right? That's not uncommon. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, a lot of your Easton shafts are. 150 to 160 by themselves and then you're going to spend 30 to 40 bucks on heads so if, if that's the budget you can take like like your arrow right now your carnivore is what like 130 dollars for a dozen yeah and then you spend 30 bucks on a nicer insert from like ethics and then you spend 50 bucks on a solid broadhead yep. right and you're at like two two ten yep. that's you know and so it depends on what you're looking for now like i mean like we were talking about before you know you're still going to school yep. so you really don't have a lot of just you know pretty fun much all money. of us are except you yeah i'm, I'm the <laughs> old doing, dude here doing the college gig still so it's one where like what we talked about was you know once you're done with school once you're working you've got some money that you can put into your passions you play around with now you can really start playing where it, it can be a bit of a burden trying to like like you said when you were like 13 or 14 you bought like four packs of those broadheads yeah, the rage and so you're using them because you have them and you really you know aren't gonna go throw them away and throw that money away like, but you're being smart about it. You know what they can do. You know what they're not that great at. And you're actively evaluating your shots. Yeah. You know, that's, if you do that, then your, your probability of them working on the stuff that you're chasing yeah. goes way up. They held up great too. Yeah. And that's, it's one where. You know, when you're paying attention to the small details, your probability is going up. Yeah. That, that's plain and simple. I mean, it's just one, you know? that's one of the most important things about ethical hunting in general. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's just paying attention to the calm. I mean, mistakes happen. But oh, yeah. Just you can increase your probability in simple ways. Yeah. Yeah. I always just say control what you can control. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Control and what you I honestly, control. I love the fact that someone here was using a more standard setup. Yeah. One, just for you to be able to see some of this stuff in action and just to have more of a control for the, you know, for so, testing. Something for us to compare. You know, to, to go, okay, so 
a very standard build that a lot of guys will take, you know, from their whitetail woods to if they do go on a pig hunt. Yeah. A lot of guys just take their whitetail stuff. Yeah. And so will it work? It can. Right? We know it can. Mm -hmm. But is it potentially the best option if you have the ability to switch things up? There's room for improvement. Yeah. Right? I mean, I 100% agree with that. And I mean, for people like me listening who have always used to rage broader or always used the setup that their dad showed them or what they wouldn't buy at Walmart with their friend, I mean, they can realize like someone like me went on this and had a change experience. And so they can get to talking to people that they know or network out or look and see, you know, what is the better option? Is there a better option? And they know what their setup can do or can figure out what their setup can do. Yeah. And that's how you actually actively learn or exactly. move on. You just keep that open mind exactly. and outlook. And I mean, you don't have to understand what's going on, but I mean, you can see when, you know, some, somebody can blow through, I mean, massive amounts of animal. And I mean, you shoot quartering away and encounter the opposite shoulder bone and you probably get an inch in it. Yeah. I mean, not even, I mean, I could pull the arrow out. Yeah. It wasn't very deep. No. I mean, it was in there, but yeah. not. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just the thing that, I mean, I learned, I learned a lot from this and you can take a lot moving forward, but I mean, how much my setup will change for whitetail, I don't know, but I mean, taking a frontal shot is definitely a nice option if you got that 200 inch deer. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, if you're confident in your shooting and you're confident in, you're confident in the equipment, and, yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of knowing your own limitations and knowing your equipment's limitations. And if you understand those two, then you can actively evaluate whatever situations in front of you and go, is it a is it a you know a yes or a no? For sure, right? It's for some people, some of the shots that we took today would be forever a no. Yeah. I mean, we, we took to some it. shots today intentionally. I would say, Garen, Ryland, and Rob, you all took shots that were wild. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> being, a rage, being a rage user my whole life, I would have a hard time even, even fathoming yeah. thinking about taking shots. I mean, I've heard you guys talk, I mean, especially Ryland, because I live with him at college, but I've heard him. Say like, oh, I would have no problem taking a shot like that. And I'm like, okay. And you're like, really? Settle down. Because really? I understand. <laughs> I, I, said, I, I, said, I said, I'm an engineering major. I understand the physics. Like, I understand you have way more momentum than my build. Like, yeah. we've talked about this. We've had our beef about it. Like, we've, I understand that. But shoot a pig, you know, 300-pound pig through its shoulder and then its ham. Yeah. Like, are you shoulder bone, too. Like, really? Right? Not once, but twice, and the arrow's laying on the other side. Like, so I mean, I can. I mean, that's that's really all I have to say. I mean, yeah. there's three more pigs that went down today, and we can. We I learned a lot from those three pigs, especially. Yeah. And Garen's pig, and I mean even Clayton's pig, and Isaac's pig. Watching that happen, and then comparing what actually happened with my setup was very interesting for mm-hmm. me. I think the only limitations you have is your setup. You're you have not very many. You're a great shot. Yeah. And you're a good hunter. Freaking snipe from 35. Yeah, like, you, I realize 35 is not that far for some, but you just freaking snipe it. When it comes down to it, I mean, honestly, shot, most guys in the Midwest aren't taking shots. Like, if you actually get an actual average shot distance for guys in the Midwest, 
low twenties. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's common. Mm-hmm. It's not until you start getting out west that guys are even, you know, taking longer shots at any kind of, a, you know, relevant number. And it, it was a good shot. Yeah. I mean, you, you put that. it right where you, you wanted. Yeah. And it made it work. Both of them. Yeah. 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 It was like touch the heart, and then it was like blow through the heart, and then it just laid there. <laughs> yeah, yep. work somehow. Right? It was good, right? So it they, was. They both opened up. Both rages opened up. They, oh yeah. Neither of them played. Neither of them me because I mean I've had plenty. I mean I've shot rages long enough. I've had plenty of bent blades. I've never broke a blade. Yeah. But I've had plenty of bent blades, and I mean I replace the blades every time that I shoot a rage. I mean I consider disposable, which I think everybody should. Yeah. I mean. They're really not built to be keep pounding away yeah. like all the heads I saw shot today. But I'll say this. Got people need to stop assuming that just because someone's shooting the rage is that's gonna blow up like a grenade. Oh yeah. That's not the case. You we need to chillax with that. I mean, both of those rage pounded something hard. Yeah, that, and, and they're just fine. And that pig dumped blood. And the, yeah, and that pig dumped a lot of blood. You could fill up gallon bucket with the amount of blood that pumped out of that thing but we know because of design and just like the factors in general of the arrow build it did not do as well so i mean yeah we can look at things and be able to say oh this is going to do better because of x y and z we need to stop saying that certain heads are going to blow up like a grenade not the case well, and that's one like i've had this discussion with a lot of people and i i think that it, it comes from working in a shop that 90% of my customers in the shop that I used to, to help run were running some form of mechanical. And they were doing nothing but chase whitetail. And a vast majority of them had nothing but success. And it was one where, like, if they're looking for new arrows, new broadheads, and they're asking me for opinions or whatever... You know, I would make my little comments about, you know, what ones, you know, what more standard options uh, had better efficiencies, were tougher, that I'd seen survive, you know, different, you know, bone hits, um, and, you know, given kind of a pros and cons, but not blatantly calling out that, you know, Oh, you know, you're an idiot for for using that. Like it's just it's just gonna grenade, right? And it's see a lot of new people say that mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, high momentum. Like even some, I mean, some of us are even guilty of that at some point where you're like, mm-hmm. you kind of learn and you're just like, why would you use anything else? You're nuts. Yeah. Some point you have to mature. You have to have the growth mindset. Yeah. You have to realize your points of view can change. It's no different than like when we were just. Ex- explaining in the videos how yeah we used to do a lot of testing on bricks and whatever else yeah. trying to just you know try one factor yeah we had good intentions but slowly over time and as the budget has increased for what you know we can spend and what people are helping us organize certain things now we're able to take it to the next level like for this trip now we shot live animals and now we get to say you know someone would be like oh the rage is gonna blow up really just watched it pound pig shoulder twice. Yeah. Didn't blow up. That's, it's a big part. 
So, so who is next? I, I believe Tradbow. My Tradbow, my, my first longbow kill, wow. which was a circus. Dude, but that stick ate. It did. It I did. loved it. That was the biggest thorough of the day. It, it was right? the biggest pig of the day. What, 307? 308? 308? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. It was a thick pig. It had some cheeks on her. Like, <laughs> and it did not want to leave that, that stump field it was in. Like, I was trying to find a shot. I'm at like, I don't know, 10, 12 yards and walking in a circle around this thing. And I'm like, okay, there's, there's a big stick there. That, like, I was trying to find it, like an actual everywhere. opening, and like I guess to follow suit. Um, so my longbow is—I I have no clue who made it. Um, I was gifted it by a buddy for doing some work for him, and uh, he had no clue who made it. But it's a hill-style flat, uh, flat bow, longbow, and uh, seventy-six pounds at. Uh, my 29 three quarter inch draw for Trent and uh, my arrow setup on that was uh, like 785 and I was running uh, a tough head with the original, uh, I guess not the tough head original, but the um, broadhead adapters that Ethics started making for them before the new system. And then I had a uh, homemade footer on it. Um, so that was the Tough Head 225 stainless. Um, and that is flying at a blistering 128 to 130, depending on the release. Oh, like, you won't be able to catch that oh, out of here. Careful. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, <laughs> She's heavy, but she is slow. <laughs> play dodgeball with that stuff, that's for sure. But, um, it's, I mean, that was the thickest pig of the day. That thing was just a tank. Oh, yeah, for sure. And my first shot. It's just a cow. Um, <laughs> just a cow pig. My, my first shot ended up, it was good height. Um, I don't know what I was doing form-wise, but something was off left and right. I ended up hitting a couple inches back from where I wanted. So I was, what, like four inches back from the leg? Like on entry, exit. It was slightly quartered uh, I, I, toward me. It was definitely me. still vitals. But it was and, yeah, it, it was back of the vitals, and it exited like – Guts probably it exited back. I do know it made a heck of a little blood seepage. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean it, it was coming out. Um, the tough head worked, and um, not not a pass through. Went went about to the feathers. It was sticking out the other side, right on that one. Yeah, the broadhead. The broadhead guy. Yeah, um, I think the head. Yeah, the head was barely sticking out the other end. Oh yeah, that one. Did, it, was, it was very similar to my first shot. Yeah. Honestly, you had. I had full broadhead out. You had full broadhead out. Yeah. We had quite a bit sticking out the other end yeah. still to penetrate. Um, second shot, that's it started running in circles, and I was just kind of following it, trying to wait for an opportunity. <laughs> it disappeared in some tall grass, and I'm going, okay, where, where did it go? It's like, how do I lose a 307 pound <laughs> put back out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it ended up wrapping back around. And 
the next one. That you bust its back legs. That one. It's <laughs> back legs. Well, that like you just cut the thing in that, half. That one <laughs> was, uh, I put it like right behind the front, uh, the front shoulder closest to me, and it buried in the opposite. The third shot, because we thought that it was done. Yep. Like yeah, it, yeah. it rolled yeah. onto its back, its legs went stiff, and it like just was like laying there, just like a rock. Yeah. And we let it sit for like a minute, and all of a sudden it's back on like its belly, just squealing away. And it did a barrel roll and was on its back, and yeah, it, was like it, it just wanted to snap my arrow. Decided, oh, yeah, why you, ever, you ever thought about building together? But then uh, it was essentially just trying to end it quicker. That's I stuck another one that pretty much went to the, like the base of the skull, and uh, yeah. So my definitely showed me that after uh, like five six miles of going up and down giant hills and being well not in the best shape that uh, I need to work on my. Um, my longbow a little more. <laughs> It'll be uh, good when you get yeah. a real good bow. Well, and that you want to that hill style. I I have struggled with, and I finally kind of settled into on, on probably ninety percent of the days when I'm shooting it. I can go back to like fifteen to eighteen and, and have like softball size groups, and I was happy with that for that bow. Um, when you get adrenaline bowl, pumping, out of breath, my farm isn't muscle memory yet. That, that's It's been like six, seven months that I've been shooting like at close to once a day for like 50 shots. You'll be fine when and you get that bow you want to cuddle with. Like Aaron and I well, and that's are exactly sitting it. here and we're just I've, like... Like I picked up uh, Garen's longbow last night, and that's I put three arrows on top of each other, and I can't do that with my own bow. <laughs> but like, I love the grip on that. Like, it actually has a grip. Like that hill style just fights me. But yeah, she ate. So that's it, ate. it's step one in my. Uh, travel down the uh traditional rabbit hole yeah that's, at least you got I, i'm already on i'm already board. hooked i've been hooked just a matter of what is a chinchilla fur you love those things they're so soft they're, they're huge they're awesome I'm, dude i'm pretty that sure bowl it is, is silent I'm you're right, right though if you is. shut your eyes and you pet it you don't know you're touching yeah, it until you open your eyes yeah that's what, that's what they always say. It's the world's softest fur. If you close yeah. your eyes and try to poke it, you won't know until you actually hit the animal. I don't know. I bought it on Amazon. They well, were good. I like them. China's cutting bunnies for you. <laughs> well, it's like just the kid's pet that the parent got rid of. That's what it is. But, uh, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. For, after that pig, we uh, decided to wrap back down and work uh, this gully underneath uh, the cliffs that we had kind of just been working a little bit. I spotted that rushing and, by the pond. Yeah, that and that's cool. as we were like entering that bottom, uh, Rylan ended up spotting a black pig. 
And that's I had the only Russian that that we had uh, set up for the weekend, and uh, so we started tailing that, and that one actually turned into a hunt. Like that that one was a lot of fun because it was aware enough to like the minute that it saw us, it went nope and started huffing. I'm like, wondering how many times we heard little sticks crack. Yeah, and we were like, "What was that?" Oh, nothing. Oh, look, Wilbur over there. We'll go shoot him. <laughs> like, how many times did the yeah. Russian boar get away when something or, or snapped and well, the yep, twigs were breaking? Also, and then we look around. There's no deer, no elk, no sheep, no goats. Freaking Pete. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we have not mentioned our friend that we made today. Um, Pete, or as the uh, the owners of the ranch refer to him as Billy, uh, but for whatever reason, we landed on Pete. Um, <laughs> he's this little hybrid Ibec that uh, has been in in the the big uh, hunting enclosure for a handful of months and just doesn't just loves Pete. Yeah, he just. He likes non on Sitka pants like bubblegum. <laughs> and that's he followed us all day. Like I don't yeah. think that there was more than like a half an hour that he was more than like 50 yards from us. Yeah, that buddy it. sure loved watching us stick pants. Like, yeah. We were having to like push him away when we were trying to do videos. Yeah. Like no. Finally grabbed him no. by the horns, let him sit on his back feet, get, and he was trying to out talk. Of, no, get. Move. <laughs> we're like, we're trying to shoot here. Quit bumping into us. Yeah. <laughs> well, so they like, was trying to he, climb that rock we, thing. We were he walking was after, knocking him down. We were walking after the Russian. And, like, he's walking right next to me. Like, at my hip. Like a yeah. dog. And <laughs> all of a sudden, like, my bow is being ripped out of my hand. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he had hooked his horns in between my quiver and the bow and i'm like no like what are you doing like oh that's when we knew we needed space that uh, we we're like okay we need some room we like we're, we're not this close so <laughs> he wasn't gonna take no for an answer no yeah. well no. he was he was, was going to be our best friend but we like to not, not spend too much time on pete the way we ended it was rylan tore his sleeves off of his shirt to stop a bloody nose and he ended up having one sleeve around his face to stop a bloody nose and the other sleeve he wrapped around Billy's horns. So Billy had well, Pete, like a little however you want to call him. So Pete's got a little scrunchy looking thing on his horns. <laughs> and he's out there right now probably waiting for us to get up in the morning to go after the last couple pigs. Yeah. So I guess back to the Russian. Um we were trailing him down a trail on the edge of the property and had him at like 70, 80 yards, and he kind of disappeared into some tall grass. We thought that he laid down and uh, snuck, snuck up, got within like 15 yards on kind of circling around, and like there was like a darker spot in the grass, and I thought that was him still laying there. Got all the way wrapped around and nothing there. I'm like, oh, well, where, where'd he go? And uh, who spotted him again? Isaac. Isaac, yeah, you, you spotted him like right when I was like looking in the grass going like, where did he go? And uh, he was another like 75 yards down the trail. And 
ended up getting down onto the bottom edge of this cliff face and he decided to walk all the way up to the top like right against the rock face <clears throat> and but that first shot 40 was that yeah 40 so uh to clarify um i i had two bows with um i did my longbow first and uh after that i i wanted to shoot the russian with uh my compound which is uh 80 pound rx3 30 inch draw um and that's throwing 950 grain arrows uh those are uh, 200 grain head up front and with components and brass um i want to say it's like a 450 grain slug a lot of weight up front um <clears throat> but uh yeah ha had a a very slight quarter two at like 40 yards and uh at in the moment I, I thought that it went low um I, I saw the the knock disappear and it, it was hard to to really judge because he had this black wall behind him and he's black and he's in shadow and so trying to judge where body started and body ended like i was just kind of trying to reference off of his head because i could see his face and uh I thought it went low, but uh, once we recovered them, it, uh, it ended up going right through, uh, passed through, smoked the wall behind it, and uh, he ran up and made a little loop. And that's uh, I ended up that's the second shot was at like thirty five, and I, I did something stupid. I don't know what happened on that one, but uh, probably just adrenaline just some stupid mistake i ended up sending it just left of them and uh kind of reworked and this last shot was at 20 25 yeah i think it was 25 and uh yeah he was pretty much just staring me down just facing right at me and i went all right well you're you're dying and so i <laughs> put it in as his head was slightly turned like across and uh yeah put it in right at the uh neck like right at that wrinkle and uh yeah she nearly fully came out the ham that's was the arrow was sticking out yeah i mean there was maybe four inches of shaft left in it yeah um but that one caught something hard right on entry. I'm not sure if it was um, like the wide vertebrae that they've got at, at the base of their neck there. Uh, that's that's my assumption. Um, there's a definite crack on the video. Oh, and uh, yeah, it ran 20 yards down. Well, I guess it charged me. On uh, it that came one. at us. And uh, had a moment of is it going to stop or not and it ended up veering off dropped down from the little ridge that i was standing on and uh and then pretty much face planted into the 
the fence since we were right down in the corner of the property and uh, just started just pumping blood all over that fence. It was a mess. But that, that was, I was happy with that one. That's, I know, I know that you were kind of impressed with that one. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was amazing. I mean, like, like, like I said earlier, I'd never seen uh, something of that weight shot out of a compound bow besides Karen's, which also impressed me as I talked about. Well, and that's like, I guess one question, like the 40 yard shot, the first one, what did you think of that? I had a light knock on it. So I mean, we could see the trajectory. Like coming from a lighter background. Well, we weren't really behind you. Yeah, I don't that's think that's the issue. We were all oh, you, you were off to the side. So we did, all we were doing was looking at where we thought the pig was, waiting to hear a <laughs> yeah, yeah. or a ping. I didn't know like if you guys saw the knock at all. I was good. gonna ask what you thought of the trajectory. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I knew where you're going with that. I mean, that's something I've really <clears> talked about both Ryland and Isaac about is I mean, you give up trajectory when you, I mean, there's, that's how math works. Yeah. Physics works. You can yeah. give up trajectory as you go heavier and like, how much do you want to give up? Especially, I mean, I'm still a, you know, multi-pin shooter and I'm a gap shooter. And yeah. so how big do I want my gaps to be? Because I can't pick 27 yards. Yeah. And so that's definitely consideration when you're moving, oh, yeah. moving setups and moving to where you want to be or what you think would be most effective for yourself. And I mean, like I shot 35 and 25 today, which is splitting gaps and mm. I mean you know a yard off here and there makes more difference to have your airways oh yeah and so like you like you're getting at I mean I I didn't get to see the trajectory okay yeah but, I was thinking that you guys did but it's uh like I mean my build is not for everybody um I've kind of just personally really kind of fallen into like around 230 is just kind of where I, I, I set up for. Um, I still have tons of range. Uh, I mean, that 950 grain arrow, I can still throw to 90 yards with my double pin. And I mean, I have lighter arrows that I use for like 3D and stuff that I, I stretch out further for practice, but like, for what I'm doing, like for the majority of my hunting, I'm inside of 35, 40 yards. Mm. And the high majority of that is going to be nearer to 20 yards. And at that point, I have no issues. I have a fast eddy double pin. I can set my, my first pin at 20, my second pin's at like 32. And my bubble, if I want to stretch out, my bubble's the same distance as the two pins are. And so that one's right about 40. So it's like, without moving anything, I can shoot to 40 yards and I know exactly where that arrow's gonna fall in between those pins. So why not? Like, I could go lighter and I have played around at different weights, but I, don't know, I like how the bow feels around, you know, it, both the RX1 and the RX3, I really found come alive between like the 10 and 12 grain per pound. Um, there's a drastic jump in efficiency for both those bows in that range. Um, and so it, since I'm comfortable at that speed, 
it's a yeah i'm going to take advantage of that that efficiency jump um but yeah it was very happy with how how that setup performed i mean it just went lengthwise on that thing and that was pretty just watching it just disappear into its neck. I mean, you could shoot lighter, but then you wouldn't be able to pull your arrow out and it still would have been on the page. Oh, so yeah. It was nice just to be able to pull it out. So, yeah, I mean, after breaching bone on entry and still coming out the backside, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Um, and as for reference, that Russian was actually the smallest pig of the day, which was like just, just over 250, 250 or like right at 250. Which was a little disappointing. I was, I guess, in my head, I I thought that they were going to be putting out something closer to three hundred, but uh, still a good big. I think the impressive part is the fact that, like we talked about, the Ashby studies not accounting for muscle twitch. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you can go. I mean, I don't know how much, how many feet of penetration you think you got on that. Uh, that pig was probably four foot long. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree right. With that. Four, they, four and so a half. I'm maybe. say though that it's over five foot penetration. Yeah, I mean broadhead traveled over five like, foot. The broadhead traveled over five foot. That's impressive when you're talking about an animal that's going to have something react when it. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, pigs are twitchy. I mean, they're they're moving. So I'm just saying that's impressive. That's. Rob's not peeing. Now I'm making a drink. He's making, making a, a stiffy. Making a stiffy. Darren, hit the button. <laughs> hit the button. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's funny. But oh, what I'm a- saying is when we talk about, like, a Cape Buffalo, like, 950 build is like a Cape Buffalo build. Yeah. Well, and that's – this doesn't need to travel five feet to get through a Cape Buffalo. Yeah. Well, that's honestly, that's part of my, like, liking. I'm happy that I like the speed that I get in that 950 range because if I'm comfortable with that build and I'm used to that build, I'm pretty much set for any opportunity that ever comes my way. Yeah. Like, that's the opportunity to go and visit a buddy in Alaska and go after bears. If that's in the next two years, I'm hoping to go to Africa. I'm probably not doing a Cape because I can't afford it. But if, you know, wildebeest or zebra or kudu or eland, like I have no, I don't need to change anything. Right. I know that my normal build that I'm comfortable with, that I've been shooting for years, is going to do the trick. And so at that point, the confidence level is through the roof because I know it. I, I'm comfortable with it. I have no question marks on it. And that's part of, like, since I'm comfortable at that speed, why not, like, I have friends all over the place. Like, I get, I get invited places that I can't afford all the time. And at some point here, I might be able to afford it. And then I'm going to jump on it and not have to go, man, I've got to spend how much money building a new setup for this and then retuning my bow. And now I got to have how much time to get comfortable with it. And like, no, I'm just, I'm ready. Yeah. 
So, speaking of getting comfortable with the setup, <laughs> that's brand new. Brand new. We finished tuning at camp at last lunch. night. No lunch today. Oh, oh, step it back. Yeah. And so, I got an RX3 Ultra. Uh, maxed out at 32 inches and 72 pounds. Mm -hmm. I got it three weeks before this trip and I'm in the middle of South Dakota here. And the closest bow shop is Rapid City, which is three hours or Sioux Falls, which is three hours. Or there's a average Joe guy at the old runnings in town which Whoa, for no one pro no one who knows what a runnings is it's kind of like a fleet farm where they're a track farm and tractor store that has a sporting goods section so I mean you can kind of expect what you're going to get from those guys who work there yeah. some of you guys probably saw a handful of uh, Facebook posts asking about some odd cam lean or how to fix some stuff on an RX3 that was this bow. Yeah. Because I, the guy that you were dealing with. I spent six hours in runnings between two days, and he didn't have. We, he, he never wanted to make the adjustments to get the bow perfectly timed. If it was within a eighth of an inch or a quarter inch, he's like, this is perfect. We can't get it any better. When and I got it, it was a literal inch out of time. Oh, yeah. I, it, I it, was, it was rough. He lined up the rest he slapped the rest on um didn't check the level or anything didn't check if like it was knock high or knock level or anything. well and he wouldn't let you work he, like, wouldn't, he let, wouldn't let you help yeah at all. he's just <laughs> like trying to t it was like trying to tune the thing with only having someone call you and explaining what they see which is why I made the because post. I'm not great at tuning, obviously. And it's just so and hard to know what we're looking at when you well, can't. You're going off of 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 someone saying it's, something. It's hearsay all the way like, to the to trying to get the thing tuned, and then he's trying to explain it while trying to not be a complete d bag to the guy that acts like he knows but doesn't know. Yeah, I mean, the, my rest was, was bad. My rest when I measured and where he had it set up was that. Uh, 13 16 is a center shot, so it was at like 10 or 9 16. Like, say, it was, yeah, it was slammed it was way off. to the right, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I could not get a bear shaft to the knock, was going through paper an inch and a half away from my my point like you call me and you're like what does the tear mean if it did a crescent moon yeah shape? it literally <laughs> I had a tear like, oh my god that did a half moon through paper and so because the knock was traveling because the up and timing down, and up, left, the center right. shot was off I licked, and it was like just corkscrewing yeah <laughs> i licked my wounds i threw it in the case and the box i got it in and i paid 50 dollars to ship it to rob in two days and then there's you getting sick, and then you having but to work I, overtime. I was on call. I was supposed to be off call on Wednesday. And so, like, when I'm on call, I'm working my normal eight hours during the day, and then I'm up all night with after-hours technical calls. And so I was supposed to be done on Wednesday, and I ended up covering an extra three days for the guy who was supposed to take it from me. 
and so that was... then I had a family event, and then I ate something at that family event that tried killing me. <laughs> and like so I I tore into it on Monday. Monday, so four days before we were expected to come here. Yep. And so I tore into it on Monday and literally just put it in spec and took a couple of shots with it, made a couple of tweaks to the yokes, and keep in mind, I, I have a 30 inch draw. But this is a 32 inch draw bow. It is like I can bear shaft bows that are shorter than 32. I mean, like 24, 25. Like I've done it enough that I, I know how to control my arm for shorter draw lengths. 32 inches, like ape arms. Oh, yeah. God. Like. Bear shafting that long is tough without torquing. And so I got it, I got it fairly close. And we knew that, that it was going to need some tweaking still. And uh, so, yeah, last night, last night, you know, you showed up, up at, at like 10 o'clock. You, yeah, you had like what, an eight hour eight drive hour here? Drive, yeah. So, like, we'd been here for four or five hours. And uh, you showed Shoot up at bow. 10. And we threw the headlights on the target and started flinging arrows. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so the, the synonym, 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 I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Synonym, but it's spelled really weird. Yeah. It's S Y N U N S Y N U N M. Synonym. Yeah. But that portable press showed its its value like oh, it performed flawlessly like I, videos on after it. i know you've done videos on it yeah. and i've been interested but i've never seen one in person and after working on that bow last night with it i'm picking one up garen hit the button um <laughs> yeah it's money no it, it's slick it's and especially like like when i'm traveling to <laughs> you know other states for like in an archery event or if you know guys going on a hunt out of state and you don't know where your nearest bow shop is like if if you fray a string easy and i mean you have a backup set tight. and yeah it, it doesn't take up any space and you have your backup set of strings you press it you swap it you verify it you go back to hunting it's in a four by two inch box yeah, like that—that that is gold to me. Yeah, and it's, it's way it allowed us to to like actually finish bear shafting with the person who was actually shooting the bow, and we got it dialed tight. We verified broadheads, and you finished sighting it in today at launch. Yeah, and then I guess we'll. Finish up with uh, yeah. our last kill of the day. Yeah, so um, Rob and Clayton and Alex came back to camp. We had to, we kind of wanted to hurry up so we could get dinner ready and whatever, get people showered up so we. Well, could as we were planning on butchering, butchering finishing pigs, butchering yeah. up those pigs, and apparently they're handling it for us. So. Yeah. So Isaac, Gary, and I 
we're like, well, we're going to go work this section that we haven't worked yet. So we come over the hill, you know, there's deer and everything out in the field, and we saw the piebald. And um, that's one thing, not to cut you off, but it was really cool a handful of times today where, like, we come out of some hole, we crest a hill, and there's just a pack of, like, a herd of big stag. Mother truck and something. Elk. Like, stag, yeah. just. I mean, it, it was cool just coming out and just seeing the harem just hanging out there and like, yeah. Big animals. It's an experience on its own right yeah. there. It's oh, fun. that big on the field edge and he was walking towards us um, and it looked like there's the corner of the, the fence there. So I was like, let's go cut him off and there happened to be a building over there. We kind of hid behind it and he walked towards us and we I was stepped out from the building and Isaac and Gary were behind me filming and he kind of walked out of the grass and was a little confused at what we were doing there and it, he was at eight yards maybe yeah and he, he got close um yeah I was like well I don't want to shoot him in the head because he was looking right at me and he turned a little bit and gave you that shoulder gave me the, <laughs> the pretty much the quartering two frontal that I was looking for, and did we ever determine where my arrow came out? It was it was literally center of the opposite side rear ham. Yeah, so I went completely diagonal through this pig arrow. Clapped went, arrow went completely through. I'm shooting a full length TDT 240, 200 grain point nocturnals, whatever six. It's basically just six fifty. It's build. a six fifty build flat out and that was my first shot was with the Maasai AUS 4 200 my second shot was with the Samurai AUS 4 200 and uh so I hit him he kind of or yeah it was a him and uh he kind (laughs) of ran ran a 15 yards out and he wanted to get back into that grass but I I kind of had an outline of him so I kind of shot through some grass I entered in behind the ribs and Came out so that his, one came out just his, barely in front of the ham and exited in front of that, or right, right, on, right on that shoulder. That shoulder. So I, I went and did an X through the vitals. He jumped back out of the grass onto the road or whatever, the and trail, he yeah. was spitting blood. Good. Dude, like he was, he was barfing blood. He was barfing like bad night at the bar. Buckets of like blood. Bleh. Like I watched the video and I was just like, holy crap. Yeah, he was huffing. He was down fast. Single breath blood. Yeah, it was. And both arrows flew through. They were in the dirt. And both arrows never slowed down. Perfect. Uh, everything's perfect on them. I would go shoot them at an animal right now. I mean, they're a little bit dull, but they would still be they're, they're still shaving when they're done. Yeah. 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 They had one side on the samurai that was still shaving. And the, oh, wait, actually, I don't even think we can check. Side. No, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We they, both. they they both had one side that was shaving, one yeah, side, probably that, side was that caught a little more dull. Very good for the fifty dollars for three. So, um, my bow was sighted in for four hours before it got to got to eat, get its first kill. So yeah, that was good. That was good. Good. Was yeah, good. and I guess we yeah we went we got to cut that or. We did all the work on that one, and mm-hmm. we saw Starburst cut 
Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah. In the, the photos, I saw the pictures. Yeah, in the lung. Yeah, we can. We'll have photos somewhere available. To the see problem that. is, we don't know what head did that. Yeah, we don't but know. But we know it that it happened. <laughs> well, and that's both heads were single bevel. Right. So I mean, either one could have done it. And we we were able to determine that it was not the, like the crossing point of the heads. We found the hole for it going one way, then the hole for it going well, the other way. One went through the lungs and one went through lungs and heart. Right. Heart but we were able slid. to track it, so we were able to tell like yeah. it's not like two holes next to each other because of the two arrows passing through. We were able to figure out there's one big hole and then a smaller one and then an even smaller one even further yeah, away. I mean, it cut like two and a half inches worth inside those lines. It was definitely yeah. a starburst cut, no doubt. 100%. That's awesome. Yeah, Which was sick to was see. Cool yeah, to actually see it because like, we know that it can happen. Like we know that we with the rotation it like twice, though. that it can yeah, pull it. that soft material into itself. Right. We, we saw but it actually seeing it. Well, that's, we thought that cool. we, well, what was it? We knew we saw it in the lungs. We thought we saw it in. There was the opposite lung. Oh, they're okay. So they're yeah. both lungs. Yeah. One of them caught like the pancreas a little bit on the starburst as well. Yeah. I thought that we had Something some extended back a into like the more nick. further back into the, you know, vitals, I guess. Yeah. Getting, leading more into the guts. Mm. But the looser organs yeah. had these weird had cuts that. You know, it's even tough to take photos because it's just bloody. But when you can be there and, like, stick your fingers in it and, like, be able to yeah. pull and see the tissue, then it's easier to see. It's really t- – I mean, we took photos. We're going to try and put it online. But it's tough to just – it's just tough to see. Yeah, it's just it just looks like clotted blood. But it's like yeah. that's the hole, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a cut. It's a... Yeah. But, yeah, so Ryland mentioned it. I mean, the, the reason we're doing this – is for testing, and we kind of alluded to it in the beginning. We're testing a bunch of the AOS four heads. We have various weights from one twenty five up to two hundred, and that's what we're doing. We're testing mm-hmm. them out. We're trying to see what we think. Trying to see if we think that stuff should hit the market. And, and I mean, not for this particular episode to be anything geared towards that, but just to take a second, I I think they. Are a great idea, and but, they I mean, performed we amazing. We had phenomenal performance with every AUS four head that we shot. I yep. Mean, yeah, I think everybody can agree. I mean, yes. we, we yeah. all we all took. We've all hit bone, yeah. and none of them have anything wrong. They've been able to just go shoot another animal. Yeah, just like I mean, they we had. Good. There's no we had wrong. one or two. That had some, you know, some slight roll. Um, I mean, I don't. But like slight to the point that I would start with like a three hundred or a six hundred grain stone, and just clean it. You're right. It felt like a Towards, burr. Yeah, it's a slight. It's a, it's a slight burr. The back, the very back end of one of the samurai's Garen shots. It's like the last quarter inch one. of that corner. What yeah. was the other one? I the remember one, that. Now I'm thinking the one that I put into the rocks. That my one. first shot oh. with the compound <laughs> that, I, that I smoked, passed through, smoked the cliff face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Shane, 
that one's busted up a little. Yeah. Which I think is acceptable. Which is still salvageable. You could show yeah, the no, blade. It, it, and yeah. The blade would be good to go. And yeah. then that Those samurai that Garen shot towards the rear end of the one side you're right. I stand correct. It had like like you said, it's like a exaggerated little burr on the flat edge of that where there's no grind. So just a little bit. But we still shaved with that head in the video. Yes. We didn't mm -hmm. see it initially. We took it's the a, video and we were looking. We didn't see anything. And we did that. But then when we further inspected it, we were able to see all oh, this tiny little section has a little something. But we still shaved. Yeah. With still shaved. both sides, if I remember Still, right. yeah. Just yeah. a touch-up on your, you know, anyone that has a sharpener, touch it up back in the quiver. Right. Ready to go. Yeah. So so just, and I mean, we were intentionally taking bone shots. Oh, yeah, we're, we're we, trying we were, to bang these we things were up on the animal, though. Frontal, hard quarters, like we were intentionally I mean, shooting into bone. We could do a better job of smoking bone, but at the same time, what we're actually, I mean, like what you're kind of alluding to, what we're doing is, is we are taking shots that are quartering to... And we're not purposely trying to touch, yeah, yeah. to touch, to just cram shoulder. What we're doing is we're aiming where we need to aim. Exactly. What with the shot that we're knowing given, that we're aiming where we need to aim level, to pound it. There's going to be some level of bone contact, right? Whether or not it's center punching it. I mean, we're we're taking the smart shot for the angle, right? But you know that you're going to touch bone, right? And yeah, it's they, not like we're out here trying to crush the knuckle, but we're taking those risky shots that can have things go yeah. wrong. And we've impacted bone where things should have gone wrong, but we're all using awesome setups that the guys that have been running the AOS 4 are using freaking awesome setups and they're just blowing through. Yeah. And we just spend more, we do spend more time looking for the arrows than the pig. And now I realize these are just farm wilders, but. That them things fall down, and then we're back here trying to figure out where the broadheads are because we <laughs> yeah, want to look at them. And we yeah, can't even find down. them. We're like, whoa! I think it was shot up. No, it was shot over here. I don't know. The hills like, don't look, help. Look at the video again. We're like backtracking <laughs> the blood trail. We're starting at the pig and like walking back to where it was shot, trying yeah. to find arrows. And then, I guess that's one other thing I would like to point out is, I guess as a group, we all. Aside from the the rage, we were all shooting two blades. Yeah, there's been amazing what was Maybe that's what was the on. blood trails that we saw? I I'm still, I mean, it's kind of where you're going with it, but I'm still thinking that there's something to the trad versus compound yeah. blood trail argument. There's something going on there. My pig. Bled and bled and bled and well, bled it's a little the same more. Thing with mine. And yours bled and bled and bled yeah. and bled and bled. And you could go with you hit different parts. Yeah, yeah, we did. Every shot was individual, but that's two trad kills that just drain the blood. Yeah. And all these compound kills, and I mean like out of the hide, like it's yeah. dripping out of the hide, yeah. out of the hole that was made in the pig. And all the compound kills. Are just like it smacks it, and this pig runs all over the place, and then starts and then, coughing it and up. And then starts coughing it up, or eventually, all of a sudden, okay, now there's blood because it's filled up, and now it's draining yeah. out. Yeah. But the hide itself, it's like crazy with these trad bows. 
just the second the arrow passes through, there's all this blood. If you look at the last shot I took on yeah. my pig today, the arrow zipped through, and it wasn't one second later, it's just a river flowing out. Yeah. And that was center mass. It didn't fill up shot that went through that front leg. Yeah. So it's like even if the cavity was filling up, it would have been dripping out of that. But no, I mean, the heads were sharp, and those trad bow arrows going slow just cut everything super well, super clean. Well, and it, it was, just, I mean, the blood we definitely just had solid blood on, on all of them. Because, um, I mean, it's not like we weren't getting blood from the entrance exits with the compounds. And yes. we made good shots. And yeah. the ranch owner complimented us. Yeah, like, I mean, several yeah. times. That's, he he was like, like who, who are you people? <laughs> he told, like, when we were picking up Ryan's last pig, Ryland's that final one, he goes, you guys bow hunt quite a bit, don't you? I was like, geez, dude, not as much as we want to. But, yeah, we <laughs> shoot bow a lot and much. act like we do a lot, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take a shot. We Thank sure you. pretend like we hunt a lot, don't we? <laughs> Out in the backyard, 3D targets. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, he did Yeah, I mean, that. overall, I mean, I had zero complaints with any of the blood trails. And that's, we were checking them. Like you said, you took, a lot, a you lot of took times. some photos, they'll be in the video. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times we were using the blood trails to find the arrows again. Yeah. Because we knew where the pig was. And we were, like, walking backwards to go, okay, yeah, okay, it came out here, and oh, no, here, here's the arrow. Yeah. And who, um, was it, whose video was it that I explained? This right here is a great example of... You don't get to talk about blood trails and different head types is way more than just the two versus four blade argument. We need the sharpness. We need the edge retention. We need yeah. the location of the shot. Yeah. I think it was Ryland's that we explained that. I think it was yours. I think it was the first one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't we, we weren't there for that theory. video. So I I don't know when we did it, but we I as one there. of the videos I explained, you can't just go off of that for the blood trail. And I think that this trip kind of proved that these pigs thick hide like two inches of fat. Yeah. Uh nope, it's still draining out yeah. like crazy. And that's for the video sharp um, I guess what the current plan is is uh we're gonna be getting everything together, gonna be getting it all cleaned up. And um, I don't know 100% what you guys plan to do with it, but well, I gotta what, ship it what to I had, places first, yeah, yeah, before anything gets approved. Um, but what I had offered was as long as it's uh kosher, that uh, I'll get it up on my website as uh, you know. Even if we're just showing some of the kills or whatever, yeah. build but uh, you know we'll be getting some stuff out there as much as we can, just for uh, reference material. Give me some time. Yep. We got to edit. Yeah, I mean you got to clean it all up. Got to edit Nine it all. Nine kills worth. And we got two more to do tomorrow. Yeah. You got to go find the last two pigs in a giant. How big is that? He said it was like, 300 plus acres. Yeah, 350-ish. That's what I, was, I was thinking like 350 to 400. Yeah, 300 but, fit, 300 
he just said 300 plus, well over 300 plus, is what he told me in the Gator, of spot and stock area. So, I mean, I think we're earning every pound with the cliffs that we've been crawling. Yeah, I mean, we, we put some miles on and did some definite Seven elevation. miles on my watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had over seven. We walked over seven miles basically straight up and down. And that was in like, what, six, Ninety seven, six, seven hours? In 90 I mean, yeah. it's we got a late start because they they were prepping. Yeah, and like Rai just said, it was like 95. Oh, it was over so 70% humidity. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, was, the feels like had to have been over 100 in the sun. Yeah, it, it, in oh, the sun, was it was baking. Like, that was, once you got into the trees, it felt like it dropped like 15, 20 degrees. But it was still I don't want to put my Asbel wool on and go in the snow. This buggy hot like, crap, hey, I'm out. Airplane, I've already if said. You find out listening to this, I'm out, dude. I ain't doing it. Like I already said, next time we do this, we are saying screw the farm pigs. We're going to have them release. I didn't release. know they were farm. I know <laughs> you didn't. I know you didn't. But I'm saying feral. next time. I know. It, the, the website All the says videos feral. on YouTube, they're black, hairy pigs they shoot. And it says feral hog. God. But Real what I was going to say is next time, if we do this again, then we're all just going with Russians. Russians in the winter. In the and we're doing it either like late, late, like end of the year, or we're doing it like early spring. Right. You know, where it's Soft not going to be. It's, it's not cool. going to be like three foot of snow out there where, you know, we need snowshoes, but where there's... March would be a good time. Yeah. And we come out and we chase some Russians because that Russian hunt, that, that in my mind, that, that was, was more a of a hunt. Yeah. That was that... Can you imagine that pig slipping was moving. on ice down those... Some of those cliffs? hills? That's <laughs> oh, that's my. where we'll need... Uh, we'll be some... that fawn at the bottom of the <laughs> cliff just collapsed. Oh, yeah. That we would need... Uh, some hiking poles, and uh, it, can, it can be fun though. Ice fishing things you put on your yeah, cleats, cleats, ice cleats. pick, yeah. cleats things. Yeah, that could be fun. But uh, I think anybody got anything else to add? I think we're. No. I mean, we covered all the hunts, Cleans. covered all the builds. Yeah, we got one. One dude's passed out. It hard all day. Gonna be getting up and like. Six hours. Five, six hours and going at her again to try and find the last two. Yeah. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, Aaron, hit the button. <laughs> you love that button, don't you? Yeah, because it's going to be fun. To <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the recap of our day and, uh, you know, getting to hear about how some of these different setups perform. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, don't forget the olive oil.